Hey everyone, Ben here with a quick interruption before we get into today's episode to let you know that we have been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. Yippee! That is very, very exciting. We are actually incredibly honoured and excited to have that nominee. And you, the listener, yes, the very person that is listening to this right now can help us win a Sports Podcast Award and get us on the podium for once rather than always being off the podium. To do so, head to sportspodcastawards.com. Dot com, register to vote, click on the Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast category where you can then vote for us to win. Now, you will have to listen to the other nominees as well, but let's be honest, you know you're going to vote for us because you're listening to our show today, which means we know you like us and we'd very much appreciate the vote in advance. Sportspodcastawards.com, that's how you do it, and we thank you in advance. And everybody who votes for us, we promise to thank you in our acceptance speech should we win. Right now, I'm going to shut up, play some music, and then you're going to hear me talk again as we get into today's episode of Off the Podium. Enjoy. They're standing and they're applauding that dramatic performance by James Torvald and Christopher Dean. Alex Philadelphia. It takes a lot to make him happy and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes! Sally Stegel, 132.67 has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. You beauty! On the ice for the Gimlet. The Gimlet scoping! These gold of games have their crowning moments. It is Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast coming to you for day eight of Beijing 2022. We're excited because it's Narakot night. Yes, thanks, Basil. I'm going to steal that from you. As we come on air right now, minutes away from seeing Jackie Darricott in the skeleton, potentially either maintain her lead or choke like some other Australians may or may not have done today because uh, as Australians, we're very excited. We're very pumped. We're, we're, we're over the moon to see how this will happen. And on the Canadian side of things, well, they got a medal today. So there's always silver linings for at least one third of our hosts on this show. And speaking of which, he's back. He's from Canada, and he's still got COVID, I think. I don't know how long it lasts for. Uh, Colin, <laughs> Colin, welcome welcome back, back to Off the Podium. Uh, thank you for welcoming back back me. Um, I don't know where we're going with this. Um, and, and you overestimate uh, CBC's coverage that we're going to be excited that we won a bronze medal because uh, we're still showing replays of our disappointment in curling over the last two days. Just curling? Talking about hockey in today as well? Um, geez, uh, there's plenty that. of time to be disappointed about that. We have a double disappointment uh, in curling, triple now. Yeah, I, I, you've got to love Canada. You win a medal and you're still talking about losing games. You sound Australian, actually. That's pretty good. Uh, you're, doing, <laughs> you're focusing on the negatives rather than the positives. That's, that's doing well. Uh, speaking of the negatives, uh, he's not one because he's the goat of Off the Podium. It is Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to Off the Podium. That was a good segue. That was an eight on the Jared scale there, I think. Yeah, that turned around real quick. I'm, I'm glad. That's that's the motto of this show. Turns around real quick, uh, often not in a, a good way. 
Um, but we're obviously, we're, we're hanging on here for Jackie. Her first run's in about eight minutes. Obviously, by the time you are listening to this, you know the what has happened. But uh, we've decided to come on air to see how she goes in the first run. And whether or not this episode's about three hours long, you'll then know if we've stayed on air for the rest of it. But we'll uh, soon see. But um, I guess just quickly, I know this isn't really the headline. We should be talking about Canada's medal. And we will because it was a great medal for Canada today. But just quickly, Jared, how, how are you feeling? How has your mindset changed at all having nearly 24 hours basically since we were recorded and uh, thinking a bit differently maybe going into this now? No, I'm still feeling pessimistic. Um, but that's good because like, I don't have my hopes up. So if she wins, amazing. Um, but you know, it's just kind of a vibe I feel with Australia today. Hopefully she can turn it around, but, um, yeah, the other Australian results today went, um, about as bad as they possibly could have gone. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Cause I think we should talk about the positive from that little event today. Uh, the positive being that, Canada did walk away or snowboard away with another medal. I'm not too sure. Uh, and the snowboard cross. I mean, technically, I'd like to say that I did predict a bronze medal in the mixed team cross. I did say that was for Australia. But, you know, it's not going to go to Australia. It's going to go to our other part of this show, to Canada. Uh, Elliot Grondine and Marietta Odine. Uh, Grondine and Odine. Um, are they related somehow? <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds like the new cure for COVID. It does. Maybe we need to get some. um, If only I had known them a week ago, then things would be different. But um, how how are Canada celebrating this? Or uh, I mean, again, you seemingly they don't give a shit. They're too concerned about losing curling and hockey. But I mean, this is pretty exciting. Another bronze medal added to the tally. And uh, it's both of their second medal of the Olympics. I mean, second for bronze for Marietta and second medal for Elliot. Um, I mean, I watched it and. Elliot blows me away. Like the leads that he built up round after round after round was incredible. Uh, What I I will say as far as just some of the reactions I'm seeing is of course, the big story that the Canadian media is making it out to be is what an incredible comeback we had after Marietta was landed on uh, in the finals, which uh, of course that was the first way that it looked. And then on replay, like it didn't look like she was landed on at all. In fact, the commentators even saying, Oh, I don't think she was landed on at all, but uh, we'll have to look at another replay of that, but that's the story they want to tell. She was landed on and somehow managed to win a medal. Um, and of course you got tons of people replying saying, Oh, the bravery is incredible. Oh, I cannot believe that she was able to do this. Okay. Th- there were two people who were out of the race and she just had to beat one <laughs> and they both got up and moved again because nobody was landed on. So, a little bit overblown as far as like the, how dramatic this story is. Uh, but still, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled that we were able to pick up another medal in Snowboard Cross. And I'm really hoping Ski Cross that we can uh, at least equal this or dwarf it maybe. Well, just uh, keep an eye out actually. A significant medal win this for Canada. Your eighth bronze of these games. This is your second greatest ever haul of bronze medals at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Only two behind your Pyeongchang record-breaking haul. So fingers crossed Canada can break that very long-standing bronze medal record at the Winter Olympics that stood for four years. So, I mean, how's Canada <laughs> feeling about that? Um, I mean, this is the first I've heard about it, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to be third best uh, and not be winning any more golds. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty much the goal is to not win golds and to clean up on the bronzes. Is this, it's like, again, though, is this something that is worrying Canada? One gold. I know, I know that I'm with you. I'm with you with the total medals. Absolutely. You are like third on the middle tally based on total medals. hundred percent. I'm on board with that. But like halfway point, 
Canada only having one gold in the Winter Olympics. Like, if this was Australia in the Summer Olympics, we'd be sending out search parties to find our athletes to get some gold medals here. Like, I mean, this is you, you're winning medals. They're just the wrong color, Colin. Yeah, it's so weird that I, I feel like past Olympics, this would have been a bigger deal. And I don't know why it isn't right now. Maybe it's because we are doing good on the overall medals. But, uh, I mean, obviously Vancouver, you know, that was a travesty. Oh, we have to win a gold. We have to win a gold. Same thing in Pyeongchang. Uh, I feel like even in Tokyo, there was a lot more of a push of, oh, we, you know, we, we have, haven't had that many golds, uh, but just nobody seems to be talking about it right now. And I'd love to know why. I mean, I think that uh, we're sort of up until this point, really holding out hope that we were going to clean up in the, the golds in curling and hockey like we usually do. But that's uh, starting to look a little less realistic now. Well, at least one of the, those teams in the hockey. I mean, 11 nothing over Sweden in the quarters of the women. I mean, just a lazy mm-hmm. win there. I think you're going okay there. Jackie's about to come up. They're, they're getting pumped. They're pumping the tyres ready. But we should just quickly mention, in the mixed team cross, because um, obviously Australia, not too good, but great for America. Like, if, if Canada or Australia wasn't going to win, I wanted America to win. Not just for Jack Abelis with a second goal, but Nick Baumgartner. Now, this guy was one I literally sent you both a screenshot of, like, two weeks ago, going, we need to keep an eye on this guy because he looks like somebody would shop at Walmart, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, this guy's, what, 40, has won all these things, never a medal. He's just so much fun. They kept telling the story on Channel 7 about how he was FaceTiming his son at the opening ceremony and he put on Sean White, and now his, his kid's son, his son's friends think he's the coolest dad ever because he got to meet Sean White, not because he was an Olympian or like a world champion or anything, because he got to show him Sean White. Now he's an Olympic gold medalist. And what, he's 40, Jack Bellis is what, 35, 36, so my age of like 75, 76, and they just won an Olympic gold medal. Like, fantastic for them. And, and Jack Bellis has two now, and she did the grab at the end. She actually did the trick at the end and led it. Jared, she did exactly what you wanted to do the other day. She did it. This was so perfect. I feel like we put her, like, athlete of the day too early, but this is um, this is vindicated that decision because when they played the replay and then, you, then, like, I saw it, I was like, that is just the best. It's the biggest, like, boss move you could possibly pull off. And the fact she landed it, like, that curse is gone. She's rewritten yeah. the history books. No one's talking about uh, 2006. It's all about um, 2022 now. She should be back like in 20. 20- I, when I actually saw like the live, I, the first time I, I kind of looked, I'm like, it looked like she grabbed the ball, but like, no, nah, she wouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then when they showed the replay, I'm like, oh my God, she actually did it. But um, such a great story for her. I mean, not too often happy for Americans at the Olympics winning gold medals, but I mean, this is this is pretty good. Is it is that making news there, Colin, about Jacobellis and Baumgartner? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and of course the the grab was the commentators were all over that here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think that uh, I think that Canada, at least from what I've heard, uh, is kind of on board too. It's it's one of those rare instances where they're sort of happy that the Americans were able to win um, and not those Italians. I mean, filthy Italians, right? Uh, <laughs> although I was, I, I was sort of secretly rooting for the Italians as well. Um, like, I don't know. I, every time I see Baumgartner now, all I can think about is Walmart. <laughs> I think we were watching last night. Uh, Jamie even said, it's like, you know, he kind of does look like somebody would be a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> now all of a sudden that's just become a big thing in Canada. This is it. She was labeling everybody. I'll just say that. I, I won't oh, mention. That sounds so unlike your wife. <laughs> yeah. She, she made me promise not to say anything on air, but uh, there was some good, uh, good Walmart style labeling of Jamie last night during the snowboard cross. All right, breaking news in the skeleton. Jackie is off. 
She's she's running, she's running, she's running, she's running, she's running, and she's flat. Uh, we'll just interrupt our commentary of the snowboarder to see how she's going. And she's not done the nick. Yes, she's off to a good start. She's she's gone straight through the pipe section, although she's nearly clipped the wall there. She's gone Jared, straight through it. What kind of speed was she picking up? How you feeling, Jared? Oh, nervous. Nervous, nervous, nervous. nervous. But she's, she's doing well. She didn't. She got out of the starting gate. That's that's the main thing here. So yeah, she, she's been tampering with her board. We didn't get that into the wall. <laughs> she's skeletoning. She's skeletoning around the corner. The photographer taking a good photo there. See it later on on his Instagram. There's the Chinese official just turning her back to Jackie because she's protesting her winning as <laughs> she's coming down the chute. That's the technical term, right? 120 kilometers an hour. She'll be she'll be impressed with that speed. It's faster than Colin usually drives in Winnipeg. As uh, oh, she's got a great line coming out of that turn there. Doesn't even nearly go to the wall. I saw all the uh, the Latvians going there. Oh, she clips the wall. She crosses the line. It's a track record, if you don't mind. Oh, I swear, I just heard you say it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> don't well, do it. Don't cross the well finish be. line. That's what Jared they want you to do. <laughs> That's oh. worth. That's how's that make going me stay now? Up now, she ruined my <laughs> ruined my night. <laughs> oh wow! One what a minute, performance. One minute, one seven nine was that? Um, that and it's yeah, track record. If you don't mind, wow, no pressure at all, there, wow. Jackie. Uh, that was a um, such a clean run. That was uh, pretty crazy. So that time to clarify was a 101.79. So that is actually uh, half a tenth, uh, half a second faster than her second run and about three tenths faster than her first run. So, um, oh, come on, Hannah Nizer, you go. The Germans are coming. Well, not Mm. anymore, Jared. The Germans are are coming. coming. (laughs) Yeah. Did you listen to last night's episode, Colin? That that was a funny joke. That was that was hilarious. I Jared, mean, it's a Jared, day later. And I'm laughing now, so I, I'm sure it killed yesterday. Um, Jared giving himself a, like a, a, 10, a ten out of ten for mm. that one. Absolutely perfect uh, on that one. Um, back to the snowball cross. Uh, <laughs> we should mention, yeah, Italy did get the silver. Omar Vincentin and Michaela Maioli. So I like that kind of at the end. He had the 2018 gold medalist versus the 2022 gold medalist. That was kind of cool. Um, Australia just, just. Just what happened, Jared? Um, I mean, you know, Cam and Adam got us off to a decent start and poor old Josie just once again fell oh, over and then... Blaming the women, just like you, Ben. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hard not to. They both fell over, <laughs> Colin. Um, They're the only ones not see the standing. men fall over. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, touche, like, you know, not trying to be disrespectful to off the podiums Josie Bath and Belle Brockoff, but they <laughs> fell over. Um... Which, I mean, it was a bit concerning for Belle, obviously, because uh, she she was taken off to hospital and uh, I believe she's okay. Um, but uh, all the Germans are, oh, shit. Breaking news. the Germans have come. <laughs> Breaking news in the skeleton. Uh, the Germans are coming because Hannah Nosy Nines just put Jackie into second. Well, screw you, Germany. <laughs> I'll take back all those nice things that I said about you once. Um, oh, good early night. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Back to, back to sleep. Um, how do we feel about the, the snowboard, Jared? Because, I mean, they were both out. They both crashed. It was, wow. It was just the worst. Like, it, it was one thing just finishing in, like, third or fourth and missing out. Um, but the fact that, like, both of our teams did not finish, 
And the fact too, that they were in like good positions at the time when they crashed out. And I, I mean, honestly, I felt sorry for Lindsay because both of our girls were just smashing into her constantly throughout the race. I'm surprised that she didn't fall over. Yeah. But yeah. Particularly, I felt bad for Belle particularly because like she was out in, she was out in the top two that had a gap on the third person. Our other team was already out. Like she just had to finish in the top two. Like there was no reason to be like skating like that aggressive. And then just, just, yeah. uh, I just couldn't believe how bad, like I didn't think that we were going to get both through the pessimist in me said neither, but like realistically, I was like, I'll probably like one at least through this round. Um, but for it to end that way, like the worst possible way it could have ended, it's just terrible. I think Cam Bolton summed it up basically when he was just like, yeah, this was a pretty rubbish performance from our snowball, snowboard cross team here. From our Olympics. women? <laughs> well, this is what you get like, from making women compete in this event. He did sing like Bell for getting a fourth. I'm thinking like, well, Cam, speak for yourself, mate. Um, <laughs> you know, Bell did get a fourth. You got a quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, I like the thing that I did like is that Josie uh, and Adam were still very, you know, buoyant and happy afterwards. I'm thinking like, well, your teammate's kind of in hospital right now. But like, oh, we're so happy to be in the Olympics. But meanwhile, Bell's probably just like bleeding out somewhere. Um, oh, yes, the other German's only in third. That's what you get, Germany. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, yes, so uh, obviously disappointment there for Australia. But one thing I wanted to comment on the on this event, and I think uh, Dave Colbert was saying about how in the World Championships, obviously what happens is as soon as you cross the line, the rider goes straight away and then they kind of obviously, it's kind of like the luge in a way. Uh, whereas this, what they did, they obviously waited for like, I don't know, 30 seconds to get back to the top of the hill, then they had the stagger start. I definitely agree with Dave Colbert. That would have been so much more exciting that as soon as the, like, the rider crosses the line, it's luge style, boom, off they go. So, um, Jared, I mean, what did, what did you think about that? Do you think that would have served it better? Oh, absolutely. I thought it was stupid how they had to like, they had to wait until everybody was finished then go back to the top of the hill and do the staggered start, which I think as well, the staggered start wouldn't have looked as stupid if it was just happening when people crossed the line. Mm. Like when you had like, I don't know, hundreds of a second between athletes and they're like, okay, we're all, we're doing this staggered start all together. ready, set, go. It's like, it's nothing. But at least if it was at the bottom of the hill, it would have been like a little bit more interesting. I get logistically that you could have issues if people crash out and they're in the middle of the course and then the next person's coming down, but obviously they manage it at the World Cups. So it just seems weird to me that they changed it. Well, I mean, you know, Michaela Schifrin was still sitting by the side of the course. So, I mean, they could have easily navigated. She was just there still. Hey, John Michaela, good to see you there. Um Colin, what what do you think about that? Do you think they should have just like gone boom as soon as someone crosses the line? They just they the next snowboarder goes. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it on the World Cup, um, but my first thought was exactly what Jared said. I mean, I don't see there's any other way to pull this off. Although I agree that would be a fantastic way to uh, be able to watch this sport. Um, I just want to say, you know, it's, it's, as I continue to get made fun of for hating these mixed events, like I have not hated any mixed events since Tokyo. Tokyo is so bad in comparison to what we've gotten. And I actually am going to go even further and say that uh, I'm, I'm for all these mixed events, but, but with a condition, I think that we need to stop having 17 relays. If we're going to do this again in Tokyo, imagine doing it, you know, with a little bit of adjusted rules like this and let's just get rid of the regular men's relays, women's relays and stuff like that. Let's just let relays be the mixed events going forward. 
Um, I wouldn't even be opposed. Uh, I actually heard Mike Harris talking about this with curling. Uh, I wouldn't even necessarily be opposed to, we no longer have men's teams and women's teams. We just have the, the team. We have the Canadian four-person team and a Canadian two-person team. Cause it's not like there's necessarily an advantage like there is maybe in a, uh, like in swimming or uh, in, in sprinting. Uh, but uh, even having it be the staggered start waiting uh, for everybody to cross, like, the mixed events are fun, and I like that uh, they're a little bit easier to call than what we got in Tokyo. But, yeah, if, if this just continues to be a thing and we get so many mixed events, I feel like you'll have to take away from some of the regular men's and women's relays in order to make room for them. Now, you, you, you are right about one thing, Colin, and I do, I do sincerely apologize. We have been a bit harsh on you on your opinion. You are right. It has been um, since Tokyo uh, that you haven't made some comments. One Olympics. So, I mean, it's been a, it's been a long stretch. Then we've uh, been How many hundred episodes, Ben? <laughs> about three that you've been on. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, I mean, it, it, Jared, we, we really do owe him an apology. It's, it's, been, it's been too long. Yeah, we're pretty rough. It is um, just just terrible. Just, you like mixed aerials? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the dud one. That was one that even Jared and I got. Nah, mixed aerials. No, that's a no from us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I wasn't like jumping on the moon, but I still prefer it over just the chaos of uh, what we got in Tokyo. But uh, but like you you don't necessarily have to have mixed. I feel like you shouldn't have mixed events for everything. But if we get to the point where there are 10 different relays in speed skating for men's and then 10 different relays for mixed events, then it's just too much really, really should be the main event. That's the other thing I don't like is I don't like having the, uh, I think it was in speed skating, speed skating where they did the relays, uh, the mixed relays first, like relays in any case should always be the main event. That's like, you've done the individual events. Now it's time for the relays. It's, it's almost like the, uh, the big skating program that you use to um, uh, showcase at the end of the Olympics. Like, I don't want to see relays at the beginning anymore. And I don't know, maybe there's a reason why they did that first in speed skating. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because I always think that with the figure skating on that topic that, yeah, the team event should be the last event. Yeah. That's kind of the, because does that not give, um, like, shouldn't you have the individual ones going forward and then say the best ice dancing team will then go into the, the team event? Like, and, you know, rather than having them all go out first. Um, cause yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's kind of a bit more prestigious to have it. I guess that's why like in the curling, you've got the mixed team first and you've got the, the, the normal, normal team. That's not appropriate. Ben, the, the full teams, um, the, the gendered teams, not mixed. Um, but yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. It, it, it is. Um, just, we're still, still on skeleton, breaking news in skeleton. Jackie's still in second. So the other Germans are choking and now we've got the dark. Dutch don't do well in skeleton, right? Like this is a um, different type of ice for them. Um, obviously, outside of the, I mean, just talk curling and hockey. Fuck curling oh. for a second, hockey. Um, I mean, great for the women. Uh, into the semis, not a surprise, of course. Just a small 11 nothing win over Sweden. Good job for them. But I watched this game. This actually was on Channel 7 today. They showed the whole game. It was great. Wasn't a whole lot else on today, but they still show this from start to finish. And props to Matt Nehmer for for making it fun with the hockey and the breaks. That was kind of fun to watch. Four um, two USA won. Uh, what happened here, Colin? This isn't meant to happen. Canada doesn't lose to the USA. They haven't done it since Vancouver. So you know. But I mean, I guess what happened then? They went on to win the gold. So maybe it's just an omen. Yeah, well, yeah, I was about to say. Um, but. I, I don't know. It, it's I, I fell asleep watching it after it was the second period was over last night when I fell asleep. So I kind of skimmed through to see the third period. I don't know 
literally what happened uh, as far as, um, you know, the, the Canadian goalie kind of fucked up on the fourth. He, he, he handled mm. it and it fell in between. And he, but, yeah, it was, he's, well, he's bad. Like with, he's very bad. <laughs> bad, bad, bad goalie. Bad goalie. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I think that this, it's, it's not that unexpected. Uh, and in comparison to something like curling, where you have teams that go in and they have all this experience because they always play together with hockey. These teams are thrown together at the last minute. And I was actually thinking even before the game started yesterday, that really what we're seeing this preliminary stage, it, it, it's no different than the NHL uh, preseason. Uh, it's almost meaningless. I mean, obviously there is meaning to it. You have to pick up enough wins, but as far as like getting how the teams are going to click together, it's not the first time this has happened. And uh, there are kinks you have to work on. And the other thing that's uh, interesting thing, I mean, Claude Julian, who's uh, the coach of team Canada. I mean, he had uh, tested positive before the Olympics, so he hadn't coached. This was his first time coaching them. He wasn't there in the first game. So, I mean, he's going to be taking a lot of uh, abuse right now as being the only thing that uh, has changed, but I mean, if we're going to lose, you know, I would rather we lose to the U.S. than Germany. Uh, you would have been very happy, though. I, I know that your notes. Oh, yeah. We talked about last night. Don't worry. Your notes weren't necessarily passed along to uh, to Channel 7, but CBC picked up on them because they did make mention uh, of uh, the, the, the Germany-Canada thing from Pyeongchang. Of course, they waited until Canada had the lead after the first period to mention it. But uh, <laughs> still... But yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not terribly worried yet because it, it, it is the equivalent of preseason. I mean, as long as we can make the playoffs, I'm, a, I think I'm comfortable. I think it's, a, it's a very interesting team we have. I mean, there's, a, there's a good mix of young guys, old guys, experienced players, not experienced. A couple of people returning from the last Olympics, and then you add Claude Julian in there. I mean, we have, uh, we have the recipe for success. Uh, we just need to see if we bake it long enough. I do love the American coach, the former Rangers coach. Every time they cut to him, like whenever Canada would go, he's got like resting bitch face. He just he's, <laughs> yeah, like he's the, intense, like, isn't he? <laughs> he looked like the saddest guy on the planet. I'm like, sad Keanu, <laughs> eat your heart out with resting bitch face. He had a really weird just facial expression going on there. Um, like that would have fit well in New York. Um, no wonder he probably didn't last long at the Rangers. Um, but um, we should mention China uh, nearly beat Germany today, if you don't mind, uh, 3-2. So this side that they reckon was going to lose every game like 20 nothing, nearly beat the reigning silver medalist. So obviously Canada have got China to come. Uh, they've got uh, eight goals to try and make up and hope that Germany knock off the US to lock in a quarterfinals. But they should still make it through because obviously if you finish in second, it's sort of a possible quarterfinals. You've got to basically go through the playing round essentially. So they may have to play an extra game, Canada, now that they've lost to uh, Team USA in that one. Um, but in the women, yes, 11 nothing. Canada beat Sweden, so they'll play Switzerland on Valentine's Day, if you don't mind. Um, While the U.S. play Finland. Now, the U.S. beat Finland 5-2 in the round robin. Now, Finland, you know, if there's going to be one team that upsets the top two, it's going to be the Finns, because the Finns did that against the U.S. uh, not that long ago, I think, uh, in a game. So I know the Finns beat Canada, that great country. Uh, (laughs) Canada, Germania, Norwegia. Yes, exactly. Um, but um, like, I, I would love to see Finland knock off the US and then just be a Canada-Finland uh, final because what Canada beat Finland 12 nothing wasn't it? 11-1. So, you well, know. I haven't seen it in a couple of days, but I know there was the big deal being made about the, the goals for and against average <laughs> of Canada. What's it at now? Like, do, do you know for, that? Uh, for the women? For Yeah. For women. 
Um, I can definitely tell you that once I get the screen back up again, for sure. Um, I don't bother. So, Canada in the round robins were 33 goals, four and five against. So, with an 11-0 win, they would be now 44 goals, four and five against. Uh, whereas team Team USA were 24 and 20 goals, four, not the TV show, and six against... And they won four one, so they would what now be twenty four seven. So uh, yeah, okay, that's that's how it works. Jared, did you watch this this afternoon? I mean, I know you hooked on ice hockey after watching the women's yesterday. Were you hooked on the men's today? I caught a fair bit of it, not all of it, but a fair bit of it. I think I got till where like the USA was up two one, and then by that time was had other stuff to do. Um, but no, it was a good match. <laughs> I like the one thing I and this isn't just Ben sucks up to his employer, but like I actually did really appreciate that they they showed it in full and they actually really talked up the rivalry between the two. So like they actually really did push it out there. And I can say, safely say that I had no involvement in that. I'm thinking like God, if I was in studio, I'd be one there going like, "This is what you need to do: pump it up, talk it up." Um, so oh, we've got a Canadian going on. This is a Reneva, the one that choked yesterday. So oh, you're ahead you go, of Colin. me. Um, well, that's in more ways than one, but, um, yeah. I was watching the American limping. I don't know what happened there. It looked like she was falling off when she was crossing. She's American. She probably got shot. I don't know. Um, the curling, uh, so like obviously both men and women lost today. So, I mean, is is this legitimately like the thing that Canada are really worried about? Cause obviously yeah. didn't do well in the mixed doubles. So, I mean, cause you've never not meddled in the Olympics. If you take out 1924, when you didn't actually compete in curling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. It's, we, we, we put so much on, especially Jennifer Jones, uh, because of the undefeated Olympics in Sochi, which uh, had never been done before until Italy did it this time with mixed doubles, but still has never been done in the team events. It's uh, the, the Japanese loss. I think we could take, and, and it's funny cause I wasn't on yesterday, but, uh, I had woken up like, I don't know, like 4.30 in the morning when a child was screaming in my house. Um, it was mine. So it was worry, one of yours. But, <laughs> yes. But, I uh, wake up with a child screaming. Like, How the cops come? <laughs> oh, that Waterworth kid again. There he goes. It's happened one too, more, one too many times with Ben, though. Um, that's the difference. Yeah. Quarantine. But, I have COVID. Uh-huh. House arrest. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I had fallen asleep uh, during the ninth end. And I, I remembered having a dream that Jennifer Jones team lost and it was the first loss they've ever had in the Olympics. And, and, uh, what a big deal that was. And then I woke up and I'm like, Oh, I never got to see what happened. And I realized that they lost. So, I mean, I premonitions, I'm just, I'm going to be really cautious about my dreams going forward because apparently I can predict when they're going to lose. Uh, but the Japanese one, there was a nice story behind that. Uh, the, Jennifer was talking herself that uh, when she was going through the mix zone, she actually overheard the Japanese team doing an interview and talking about, you know, uh, I'm just really happy I got to uh, uh, play against Jennifer Jones, let alone beat her because she's my idol. And she actually hmm. grabbed the Jap- Japanese uh, skip and was hugging her. So, I mean, I think even they were okay with it because that's a lot of pressure to go in the Olympics. Say we were undefeated before. Let's just get one loss over and done with. The Sweden one, it's it's harder to take, but then you could also say, you know, reigning gold medalists. Um Plus they're Swedish, so we know that they're superheroes now. And they're beautiful. I, well, I just want to claim a bit of a victory here, okay? Because the off-the-podium curse is a real thing, as we've discovered. Um, it, it has led to people being hospitalized now because yep. of Ben. Um, but Crash, Crashing into walls, <laughs> crashing on the snow. It's just it's happening. 
The only difference in the women's curling is that as I, as I point my finger at Ben, <laughs> I wasn't intending to do that. Uh, but the only difference in the women's curling is that one person who was in Sochi who led to that undefeated gold medal is not here now. And that's Jill Officer, who is a guest <laughs> and friend of Off the Podium. So if we're going to lose, I'm glad that it's not Jill losing. If anything, we could say, hey, if Jill had come back, you'd be still undefeated. You'd be winning another gold medal. No, because she was an off the podium. Um, so <laughs> it's a connection. Um, so I'm seeing here that Canada are in seventh place right now in the women's and in the men, you are fourth. So still in that medal contention. In but the same men's. record though. It's, it's one and two for both, which is not a good uh, start. Is it saying here Canada are two and two in the men's? Oh, okay. So and they've had one on but, but They've like, beaten Norway and Denmark and lost to Switzerland and Sweden. When, when you look at how it went in the mixed doubles, we were doing much better than this, and, and it sort of fell apart in the end. So I'm really hoping it's not the same. Having said that, we've had some of the tougher opponents early here in the round robin, and maybe we're going to have an easier time at the end. I don't know. Um. Yes, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Australia, we're doing better than we expected in the team's curling, Jared. Um, haven't lost a match yet, so um, haven't won one either. But um, still, uh, that's pretty good for Australia, I think. So uh, that works. Um, let's go over the medal results for today and also a couple from, well, when I say a couple from last night, the one from last night that uh, wasn't decided. That was the skeleton, the men's. Um, Nick. Nick uh, did not win, unfortunately, um, but a uh, good result for him to finish in 25th. Um, but we, we seriously, I feel so mean. I'm not trying to bag him out. I, I really enjoy talking to Nick, um, but he's memorable because he crashed into the wall apparently. Um, but the gold went, fuck Germany, won a gold in sliding. What are you talking about? Uh, Christopher Grunther, uh, or was it Grothier? I'm going to call him Grunther. Uh, he got the gold. Of his fellow German, Axel Junk, uh, and the first ever Chinese sliding medal went to Yang Weng Gang. Uh, so great result there for and poor him. Martin Dukers. Yeah, what did he get? Like fourth, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean he's he's the new Lindsay Jacob Ellis. I mean we're gonna have to wait another decade or something for him to finally finally get a goal. Well, he should have, should have done that trick on the last start. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he if he done, done the grab. If he's in the skeleton grab, <laughs> he would have had the gold by now. Bloody hell. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. Like, what are you doing? Um, so that was one last night that wasn't uh, decided today. Uh, we had the biathlon, the men's sprint. It was a goal to Johannes Sings Bow of Norway, silver to Quinton Filion Mallet of France, and uh, a brother, two brothers on the podium because Taje Bow of Norway got the bronze. So the Bow brothers, the brothers well, Bow. And two like. Canadian brothers off the podium. The brothers yes. Go, Gao. Chris, <laughs> Christian was what, 14th, I think, and Scott was uh, 34th. So um, The Bows Christian and the Gows. That, that's the, that's the, the rivalry we need. Gao Bow. Gao Bow. Yeah. So was that, was that <laughs> Thai Bow? Wasn't that, remember that thing in the 90s? It was like the, the late night um, infomercials. Oh, you know, I thought you were going Thai? with the, the Simpsons. Gabo, Gabo, Gabo. Oh, Gabo. 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 Must be that some guy. Some guy called Gabo. <laughs> Jared, were you a Tybo fan? Did you stay up watching like Channel Ten at two in the morning to buy your Tybo tapes? I didn't. It's Tybo like, like some like yoga thing. That's something. Like, I think it was like a mixture between. Was it's that like one a- that Chuck Norris used to advertise as well? Chuck Norris used to do one of those. Well, that's that was, was the like- Billy Blanks one. That's um, it's basically 
uh, kickboxing yeah. exercise video, jazzercise kickboxing. I don't know. And I always got them confused with Tony Robbins. And I was thinking like, is Tony Robbins selling me Tybo now? And then there was like <laughs> that freaking crunchy one that you like, like, stop working out really badly. You know, some like, like old guy going, oh, my back. And then it cut to like some buff fit guy going, yeah, man, look at my six pack. I'm like, dude, show a fat guy doing that, doing that. And I'll believe it. Oh, don't show whole, me freaking like Olympians. On the whole, as seen on TV, do you guys remember the ShamWow? Was that a oh, thing Sham The ShamWow guy. That guy was crazy. ShamWow's are the best. And then the Snuggy. The you know, Snuggy. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know I, I knew I failed at life. When I did the Hollywood Homes tour and we were going through the Hollywood Homes and they're like, yes, and there's Simon Cowell's house. He has this massive mansion. See this massive mansion next to him. Like, guess who lives there? The person who invented the Snuggy. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> he just woke up one morning and was like, look at this dressing gown. I'm going to turn it backwards. Fuck, I'm rich. Uh, like. Seriously, if that's if you if you met that, I'm sorry if it's a woman. Like I, I shouldn't automatically assume that somebody invents something they're a man. But I, the reason I want to hope they're a man is because the sentence I'm about to say. If I ever met that person, I want to punch him in the face. Like it's just hi, I invented the snuggie punch. Uh, just go away. Just just stop it. Just, just punch um, him in the balls. Then it has to be a man. I'll punch him in the sham wow. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, congratulations to the Bow Brothers. Um, <laughs> sham wow. Um, in the cross-country skiing, uh, Rock won the gold in the women's 4 by 5 kilometer relay. They defeated Germany and Sweden took the bronze in that one. Uh, in the ski jumping, which has just finished, uh, it is a gold medal to Norway. Again, Marius Lindvik. Took the gold. This is a large hill, I should say. Uh, Raul Kobayashi, the silver. Carl Geiger for Germany third. And, oh, Camille Stock fourth again. Uh, talk about Jacobelle. I mean, I know the guys won, like, 50 gold medals, but come on, Camille Stock. Like, fourth? Who are you, Sean White? Uh, <laughs> just, uh, and I should mention Casey Larson uh, did not make it to the final round. He finished 42nd. Oh. Great day for off the podium guests. Um, yeah. So, uh, but still, we love Casey. The reason why I don't think Jackie said yes coming on this show. So, um, you know, the, the, <laughs> we do love Casey. Hello, Casey, if you're listening. Um, I want to so say, just quickly on yes, the ski jumping. What would you like to say? Yes. Big victory again for Canada for a sport that had no attention, for a sport that uh, <laughs> nobody cared about. Canada had never placed well in. Uh, we did obviously cover live um, the, uh, the team event, but... Uh, this is the first time I think I've seen CBC just go to live coverage of ski jumping, like maybe ever. Uh, so interest is picking up and uh, they're taking this seriously. Well, I find it fascinating because Channel 7 was showing it live tonight. Um, and we, we've never had bloody Australian even remotely close to qualifying for ski jumping. So um, we're on board the Canadian train. Uh, we're just on that. I mean, obviously, we'll go over the uh, Canadian results more in depth. But um, Mackenzie Boyd-Klaus uh, was 33rd and Matthew Sukup was 49th. So uh, the reigning bronze medalists uh, couldn't back that up. When it came to that, um, in the speed, we obviously went over the snowboarding, gold, USA, silver, Italy, bronze, Canada in the mixed team snowboard cross. And in the men's 500 meters, I don't know how Canada are feeling about this one, Colin, because uh, you, you had a, a guy in this who basically had been on the podium in every single bloody event in the World Cup and he got fourth. But it yeah. was a history as China got their very first ever speed skating, long track speed skating gold medal, Gao Ting Yu 
took the gold ahead of Charming Q of South Korea and Watoru Morishige of Japan. So an Asian podium there. Great result. But um, so your guy, Laurent Dubrel, is it? Dubray. Um, Dubray. Uh, basically a, a shoe-in for a medal. Uh, and he got a shoey Ron Ron fourth. He got the chocolate medal. What's going on, Colin? Yeah, um, I, I, I want to revise my whole I'm too afraid to name names now because this was like one of our sure bets. And it didn't matter that I, <laughs> I'm not I'm not to blame, uh, obviously. Uh, it, it, this CBC is very cautious with how they sell athletes potential going into it. He had a video package before he went up. They were talking up, you know, uh, the reigning world champion, uh, this many uh, World Cup podiums, uh, you know, oh, and it's all come down to this uh, gold medal chances. It was, it's not even like medal chance. They basically say gold medal chance. And it was like three one hundredths of a second or something like that that he was off from uh, even the bronze position. This was like a huge disappointment. And you could tell in the interview afterwards, I mean, he was really, they even said, you know, rarely have I seen somebody cross the finish line and look as disappointed as you did. Uh, He still has a shot in the 1000 meter though, but I mean, this was his event. So kind of crushing. And and that's really been Canada's struggle. I mean, if our medal total is down in these Olympics, it's, it's speed skating. I mean, I I think all of our bigger disappointments so far have come, Hey, we expected we would have picked up a medal here in speed skating. We expected we would have picked up one here in speed skating here. Meanwhile, Isabel's just won two medals, but let's ignore her. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's, poor that, Isabel. We're used, oh, we're she's used a to woman, having, Colin. <laughs> no, I mean, we had Kim Buten with three medals last time, I and mean, Sydney Clawson with five uh, a couple of Olympics ago. Uh, winning multiple medals, I mean, obviously that's a big deal, but I mean, that's pretty much all we've had, and we're not seeing much. I mean, obviously, there's the the um, men's relay that's coming up. Um, so Hamlin, you know, has his shot at. Uh, Bump himself up on the all-time um, medal rankings chart, but uh, and he needs it, to win uh, two more, does he not, to equal Penny, doesn't he? Uh, well, he's at well, five. He can't win so, two yeah. more now, can he? I don't. He's yeah, not in no. the five. He's only in the relay. So but he can only it win would one more. put him tied with Cindy Clausen for the Canadian with the most medals for winter. Did, for winter. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, I I can't remember if we even talked about this or not, but uh, Ariana Fontana um, mm. in the we in, mentioned in, it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, like she's going to end up dwarfing the record if she keeps going like this. Well, she's got 10 now, hasn't she? She's won two at the Olympics already. So she's mm-hmm. in the double digits. So she's eclipsed Apollo and uh, Vincent. Uh, Victor. Vincent? Victor. Victor. Um, Victor, thank you. I knew there was a V in there. Um, so, yeah, but she's she's got at least potentially another one or two, I think, in her. So uh, there you go. Um just uh, so we've got one more medal event to be decided, obviously the women's skeleton, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, I'll actually just give a medal tally update now because I, I often forget this. So um, Norway, good day for them. Eight gold. Um, they didn't win eight gold today. They're on total. Eight gold. They all <laughs> bloody won eight gold today. They bloody win everything. What was our predictions for Norway? Like 52 gold, 72 silver, 33 bronze, uh, eight gold, three silver, six bronze for them. 17 in total. Germany second, seven gold. Five silver, one bronze. You can tell the sliding events are going to run out soon. I'll see what the bobsleigh, I guess. Uh, 13 for them. Uh, USA, uh, third, five gold, five silver, one bronze, uh, 11 in total. Netherlands, five gold, four silver, one bronze, 10. And Sweden in fifth, five gold, two silver, three bronze. Uh, Canada, 14th with one gold, four silver, eight bronze, 13 in total, but they're third overall if you're uh, doing the correct way of doing it. Australia, we're in 17th, one gold, one silver, one bronze. Uh, three bronze. We're, we're still like if, if Jackie can get this gold tonight, 
Um, we will go ahead of Finland. If she gets a silver tonight, we will go ahead of Finland. Now, so no pressure, Jackie, that we can go ahead you, of Finland. Have, have you ever had two gold medals in an Olympics for winter? Yes. Yes, we have twice, uh, Salt Lake and in Vancouver. Uh, but we have never had oh, more yeah, than Vancouver. three medals. So um, we're, we're, this is our fourth winters in a row that we've won three medals. So we're looking for just one more. To, that will be our most total we've ever won in a Winter Olympics if we get one more medal. Now, so, uh, can, yeah. can, can, can I just say, if that yes, happens, I am 100% on board uh, with Daily Dale uh, going to Australia this time around. Because, I mean, that's... that's that yeah, that's record breaking. Now we may not be on the air when it happens, but um, you know, I will throw it out there that uh, I think it could be amended because that is that is as history making as Penny Alexiak becoming the most decorated Canadian Olympian in the wrong Olympics. Ben, oh God, here he goes again. He's just you know, just settle, settle, pedal. Um, and I, I wish yeah. that there was a protest today that I could that I could put up <laughs> in in place of that. But uh, I, look, I'm I think not, it's fair. I'm not gonna- I'm not going to deny that fact if it happens because I 100% am on board and I think it's it's groundbreaking on many levels, not just for the fourth medal, but for winning a fucking medal in skeleton. I think that's the big groundbreaking one it would be for Australia more than anything. I mean, you talk about, you know, you know your Canadian ski jumpers not training in Canada going to Slovenia. I mean, you've technically got ski jumps in Canada. They're just not worthy. We don't even have anything remotely resembling a skeleton track in Australia. <laughs> like, at least with our snowboarders and our aerial skis, you can, you know put up something slightly resembling a snowboarding course or, you know, we've got some snow, you can put a snowboard on it. You can't do anything when it comes to luge, bobsled or skeleton in this country. Um, so, but my, my only hesitation is, and again, this is just holding out for shit, is that, that if Laura or Danielle wins a gold or Brie wins a gold to break the off the podium curse, um, you know, which me just saying that do out loud. You want to live by happen. ifs. Well, I'm Ben Waterworth. That's all I do. Uh, that's my motto. Um, other results today uh, for Canadians and Australians. Well, Australians don't really have any other results today, do we? we, had, we Did had you snowboard finish anything? Jackie. Um, well, we, we just didn't have any athletes competing today. Um, Greta was on the uh, downhill training today, which um, judging on the results, Esther was 11th. Uh, Greta was 28th, but having said that, there are about, I think, 10 skiers ahead of Greta who apparently, uh, they've got this lovely little, uh, three letters next to their name, a DQP, which means a potential disqualification. So obviously in training, they mustn't measure them, you know, correctly when it comes to if they miss a gate or not. So they just put it, oh, they might've cheated. So their time's a bit iffy. So I'm calling Greta was uh, 18th. And Esther, I think, was seventh uh, in training because neither of them cheated. I'm looking at you here, Priska Nerfer of Switzerland. Um, typical Swiss skier, always cheating. Uh, good news is Michaela Schittfren didn't crash. So um, <laughs> she's on track to finishing two races at these Olympics. So good job for, good job for her. Uh, and there was also more monobob training today. Uh, Brie got second in the final training and I think she was fifth in the final first training so uh breeze looking good uh ben going down that track tomorrow jared how are you feeling about ben going down the track tomorrow with Bree? i'm feeling good the first um practice run today was a bit iffy but after that she corrected it and all the others have been fine so i think she was just trying a different track and it's decided let's let's not go that uh that angle around the corner next time 
sh- shaking out the cobwebs, basically, yeah. just making sure that uh, everything's everything's going fine. Lulling the rest of the field into a false sense of security. That's what you've got to do. That's a smart. That's a smart way of doing it. Um, in the biathlon for Canada, so the ten k sprint. Uh, yeah, Christian Gow is actually twelfth. Uh, great job for him. Scott was thirty fourth. Uh, Adam Renaults was thirty fifth, and Jules Bernot was 29th for Canada. Uh, unfortunately, all of Australia's biathletes were at home watching on TV. Um, in the women's four by five kilometer cross country, uh, Australia did not have a team in that, but Canada did. They were ninth. So good job. Beat their traditional cross-country skiing rivals of China. So uh, I'm sure they'll be celebrating back in the lodge. Uh, see you back in the lodge. They, that's, they use that bond line. Um, yeah, in curling, as we know, Canada lost uh, seven, six, uh, 6 7 to Sweden in the women's and 4 7 to the men. Uh, which of course we know with Oscar Erickson sweeping, it's just distracting. You just you, you're gonna lose. How can you? How can you not lose to that man? Oh, what a, what a man! Oh, I just want to I just want to go sweeping right now next to Oscar sweeping <laughs> with Oscar. Um, in the ice dance, so it's on right now. Breaking news in the ice dance. Um, just actually, we've seen the Canadian pair of Zachary Lagha and Marjorie Lajoie. Uh, they've just gone and they're in second right now. They've qualified for the next phase. Congratulations, Canada. Of course, defending the crown of T- Tessa and Scott. They're not there, Colin. Is, is there actually much talk yeah. about uh, in the in the shadows of Tessa and Scott with them not being Yeah, here? because Tessa and Scott are uh, in the studios doing uh, t- uh, CBC coverage of this now. So, um, uh, yeah, it's it's all over TV. And I think that's the first time Tessa and Scott have actually done anything together. I since, saw uh, that. It was like the big re, reun, you know, mm-hmm. they've been reunited. Did they have a fight, Colin? What's happened? No, no fight. Um, but, uh, I mean, even when, when uh, I interviewed Tessa last year, I mean, it, it, I have to say it's kind of surprising. This is, this is no knock against Tessa Virtue. But you go into an interview and you expect somebody who is at that level, who is one of the all-time greats, to, you know, even when they step away from the sport, be like, you know, oh, you know, I still love it and everything. And I asked her on that interview, I'm like, you know, do you still, do you still skate? It's like, no, not really. <laughs> like <laughs> she had no interest in it. You know, I, I asked her, do you keep in touch with Scott? Oh yeah. You know, definitely keep in touch with Scott, but it, it wasn't like she had Send this the Christmas huge- card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't like, like she had this, this huge interest even a year ago in uh, still being involved in the sport. So it's great to see her and Scott out there um and uh you know i mean maybe they're gonna make a surprise appearance and they're gonna end up winning this thing again well it's just like us three we hate each other outside of this show we only just show up together and you know every now and then i might be like oh jared how's the <laughs> you only hate the each plane? other outside the show no. <laughs> <laughs> touche i'm sorry i forgot about the whole me spoiling things for you a couple of, you haven't let that go have you never didn't forget talk, didn't talk about didn't talk about colin not letting things go um <laughs> Uh, but so, I mean, but in all seriousness, Colin, like uh, you've got three pairs in this. So you've had one go, you've got, uh, Nicolas Sorensen and Lawrence Fournier Baudry, and then also Paul Poirier and Piper Gilles. Anyone yeah. talking up the likelihood of uh, any of them yes. getting a medal at all? Paul and Piper for sure. That's, uh, I, I, I'll just name names now. I mean, that's what, that's one of what we're Canada is considering one of our sure bets. So uh, they're on the, the, one of the cereal boxes. I, um, I'm trying to remember which one it is now. Unfortunately, I, I wanted to have my collection of cereal boxes this time around. Maybe I could still pick them up and send them to, to Jared, not Ben, uh, but <laughs> since I hate him more, uh, but, uh, um, uh, the only one I can eat so far is the Cheerios, which they have, uh, multi-grain Sarah nurses and, uh, regular, 
Connor McDavidos. Um, <laughs> Mark McMorris uh, is Mr. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I believe. So oh. there's uh, Mark Toast Crunch, and uh, it might Paul Piper might be the Lucky Charms. Uh, right. Literally on the box of Lucky Charms, I can't remember. I, I just I still don't like. I love this North American obsession there is with putting people in cereal boxes because it's not a thing here. Like they've done it, Jared. It used to be on Wheat Bix boxes, I think. You'd have like Brett Lee or like Tim Cahill on your Wheat Bix, but um, it's not something you see here much, is it? No, it's not like a collecting thing. No, and not for like the different. Like it's it's it, you're right. It's always like Wheat Bix where there's just one type. So yeah. you're like, oh, boring. But I, I like this, that it's across like all the types of cereals. So we're just renaming them all after famous people. It's great. <laughs> I think I think in Australia, it's just that Ariane Titmus is at Harvey Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy your kitchen top from Ariane Titmus. There she is. <laughs> How you doing, Ariane? Good, Ben. Enjoy your new stove. <laughs> Jared, you, I mean, you, I, you have you have to tell me though. Were, were the Penny Alexiak Cheerios were they stale by the time they got there? Had they expired? They weren't. They were great. <laughs> I'm gonna say some some of the best, got so much the best cereal I've ever had. Actually, <laughs> have you never had North American cereal before, Jared? Uh, probably not. Well, I tell you one thing. Uh, if I'm in New York soon, uh, then look, I'll be shipping you a bunch of stuff. Because oh, now that you, you said you're that, be, I mean, they were Cheerios. They Paris. weren't like they weren't sweet or anything. It's probably the but, plain cereal you can get, but they were just they were good. You, but the plain cereal in North America has still got more sugar than anything in Australia. So that's the thing. They were sweet. <laughs> now, have you, do you have multigrain Cheerios there? We just have Cheerios. Uh, in yeah, Australia. and on the regular supermarkets. Yeah, we oh, just have multi- Cheerios. Multigrain is the the uh, the healthy one, but I swear it is way better than even like Honey Nut Cheerios or Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. If I find some multigrain, Sarah nurses, maybe I'll send you a box, Jared. Good just night. Jared, though. Expect them in my, December. My, <laughs> yeah. my, expect them by Paris. Um, I. My memory of the first time I went to America, when I you go into a store and you see like all these cereals that you just hear about, and so I see Lucky Charms, you know, I these things that I've, I've hear about on TV, and I just remember biting into half of these ones, going like fucking hell! Someone just poured a bag of sugar down my throat, like like oh. there was literally ones where they were cookies, like it was like a you put yeah. like mini cookies in a bowl and you put milk on them. I was eating a bowl of cookies with milk, and I'm like, what is going on right now? I, so- I didn't understand it. They, um, uh, I don't know if you have them there. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is one of the big ones here, but they actually released a French Toast Crunch, which they made gluten-free, which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it took me a long time to get through that box because it feels like you're having dessert for breakfast. Jamie, though, as a treat to herself, decided to buy Captain Crunch, which is like, that's just, that's just sh- sugar cubes that will not melt. I mean, you know what's the problem with the advertising series? Like, it doesn't matter how long it sits in the milk, it will always stay crunchy. That's a concern to me. Well, that, that's what I'm saying where you're asking, Jared, were they stale? Like, you could have sent them to him and then arrived by Paris 2024 and that'd still be good to go. I mean, <laughs> you know those videos when you see, like, people put a cheeseburger from McDonald's, like, on the kitchen bench for, like, three years and it's still edible? Like, I mean... Oh, yeah. Kind of- <laughs> Supersize me the fries, yeah. Oh, God. You know, supersize me just made me want to eat McDonald's. It was meant to put you <laughs> off it, but I remember when I watched that for the first time, I said to my friend, let's go get some McDonald's. Um, yeah, you know, there's to- the famous scene where on the first day or whatever, he has to order one of everything and he's... He's downing, I think it's the McFlurry or something, and he throws up, and you just look at him, it's like, 
what a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can take that. <laughs> the worst, the worst I ever had for anything like that was when I went to the world of Coke in Atlanta and they've got the tasting floor oh. and it's like literally every flavor of Coke product in the world. And I'm like, challenge accepted. I was pretty sick that night. Um, I can imagine. When you're having, when you're over, you're having over a hundred different flavors of like Coca-Cola products around the world, <laughs> you, your body doesn't like you for the next day. Um, but uh, yeah, no, bring on the McDonald's. Um, what else do we have today? Uh, so in the skeleton right now, so gee, I mean, God, we might still be on air. They're still in the fucking first run, guys. Like, I mean, it's only like number 13. Um, actually, no, hang on. What am I looking at? I'm looking at the ice dance, Ben. No, here we go. They're at number 20. <laughs> Often confused. Because <laughs> I'm looking at you going, Jeez, we don't have double skeleton. We talked about this, but I didn't realize that America were leading in the double skeleton right now. Um, <laughs> oh, so I can't actually, believe that they just did that twirl on the, the sled. <laughs> the, the 21st uh, rider is going down right now, uh, Diaz. And the, we talked about this last night about the Brits. Uh, Britain have medaled in every single skeleton event yeah. uh, at the Olympics since 2002. The Brits are not happy. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, typical Britain, who would ever thought that Britain would complain about something? Uh, they're complaining about the equipment not being up to standards. They're saying that it's the equipment's fault, that it's changed since the last Olympics. How about this, Britain? You guys are fucking shit and you haven't done very well these Olympics. How about we accept that? Okay, cool. Thanks. They're, um, they're obviously not Scottish. This is Ben's angry. <laughs> Well, that's the English that are complaining. Come on. Like, uh, the Scots, they don't complain. Scots are like, ah, oh, fuck, we just fucked up and they just move on. Like, I mean, come on. Scottish are tough. English, pansies. Um, the point is, <laughs> Lauren Diaz is in 20th. She just sucked right now. Uh, and Canada's uh, Marilla Ren- Reneva, she did all right. She's back yeah. up to fifth now. So um, she's that's nine unexpected. tenths off. So there you go. And I will say Jackie is a uh, 0.14 off the lead there for Hannah. Nice. Wouldn't be nice if she fucked up in that last run. So <laughs> I'm trying something there. Um, ski jumping went over those results. Snowboarding. There was another team in the uh, snowboard. Uh, I believe that Canada went out in the quarterfinals as well. You did. So uh, Canada 2 did not make it through. Canada two did not make it through. See what I? I wonder who decides no. the pairings, and if and if you would get somebody who's angry, you know, when you have two teams, is, let's say on your side. I mean, if if it had gone, it doesn't really matter because the women just suck, right? But, <laughs> but let's say if one of them was good, let's say if Bell crossed the finish line, and then you have uh, I don't know the Sasquatch guy or whatever who was I don't know who was paired up with her. Cam it was Bolton. Lambert? Yeah, Bolton. So Cam. let's say Lambert's like. You know what? I would be a medalist right now if you had just given me Bell. That no, so it worked for us because like we were only meant to have the one team. So basically, Bell got the spot because she was the higher place between the two, and then ultimately Cam got that because he was highest place. And then we got a second team last minute. So then, I mean, Josie was always going to be chosen because she was the only other female. And then they gave it to Adam because I think he basically of the two Adams and Jared did better. So that's how it was decided. So I don't know how Canada does it. Um, but I, just mean, two medalists, so, I just mean when you, know. you have multiple teams, though, and it's decided oh, like for you. One or two, do you mean? Or? Yeah, like it's different when you have only like when you when you do a relay and they just determine here's our six people. There's two alternates. There's four people. I mean, you know that it's going to be even one way or the other. But now we're actually deciding multiple countries. You have you this partner. You have this partner. I mean, there's got to be somebody who's kicking themselves afterwards saying it's like, oh, couldn't you have given me Johnny? 
Maybe. I mean, I, I, I still firmly think that they should have picked Jared anyway because they were the world champions and I think they might have had some camaraderie. I'm not saying they don't have there with Cam because like Cam did well in uh, well as well as he could, but um, there'd be criteria there. I like Jared Hughes posted on um, social media today basically saying like, yeah, I fucked up. I did really shit. Like, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. Did you see Jakar on the summer chill tonight, Jared? I didn't. I uh, switched over to some live sport instead. All oh, right. Okay, that must have been interesting. Um, no, I, I I saw a little bit of it. They had um Eddie the Eagle on Summer Chill tonight as well. So there you go. But uh, I was I was very jealous seeing everybody over at the studios, uh, posting pictures with Jakar and a gold medal. And here I am stuck in this hotel. I was just so tempted. I was just going to run over there. I'm like I'll just give a COVID. Hey, you go, Jakara. <laughs> Get out of here, Ben. You're not allowed. <laughs> That'd be chasing me out of there. Um. Back to the results. Canada in the um, pursuit team, pursuit in the women's speed skating quarterfinals, went through the second fastest, uh, only behind Japan. But you beat the Dutch, Colin, in the quarters. There's some hope for you there. Go through there. And in the 500 metres, as we said, Laurent was fourth. Uh, but you had a couple others. So you had Gilmore Junio was 21st. And Antoine Gilnas, that guy, uh, he was 29th. Uh, so pick your game up there, Antoine. Come on, mate. Um, doing doing Canada not proud. Um, what did we watch today, gentlemen? Um, let's start with you, Colin. I watched uh, the snowboard cross as soon as I got home last night. Uh, I then fell asleep to the um, Canada versus U.S. hockey. Um, I caught uh, some of the the men's and women's curling as well. Uh, watching the skeleton currently. And uh, I saw poor Laurent uh, have his Olympic dreams crushed by an all-Asian top three. Good job. Jared, what did you watch? You said you watched live sport today. What yeah, was I caught the uh, the snowboard cross, a little bit of the uh, USA-Canada game in hockey, um, and also a bit of the uh, speed skating, the men's 500 metres, and just a tad of the uh, lovely ice dancing. In, in all fairness today, there actually wasn't a lot on in terms of it was spread out a lot throughout the day. So kind of what was shown was kind of what could be shown from at least what I could see. Um, I'm not just don't look at me like I'm defending them. Like, I mean, in all seriousness, they didn't have much else to show. If they're showing ice hockey live on a Saturday afternoon, you know there's not much to be shown. No, you know there's not much on when now we have to get clips of Scotty James cheering for everybody on the oh, cover. Yeah. And, like, and now let's go do Scotty's good luck message to every Australian athlete. I hope this continues like moving forward for everybody. I just, just like, think they've done it for everyone. And then also like the let's now, we're, now we're going to cross to Lydia Lassler to go through the aerials and give her thoughts on how the team's training. Good work, Lydia. Go to break. Now we're going to cross live to Elisa Kemplin to talk about the aerials and how the team's going. Like, okay, so the same content we just got, but with a different person. I just imagine them sitting down, Scotty James, just handing him little place cards. Right. So this is Casey Wright in the cross country. Go, Casey. <laughs> you and I shared that drink together that one time. You're great. Go for top 40. <laughs> I think they literally just recorded this for the AFL season. Go Richmond against Sydney. You looked really good in last week's game. <laughs> I think you should just be grateful that they're airing this and not uh, the 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 newest uh, TV show uh, CSI Miami. That's such a big deal over there. <laughs> well, I, I mean, look. To be honest with you, I I wouldn't know if any new shows are coming up after the Olympics. I I've not seen any ads. Um, 
Channel 7 are great you know when what? it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about this during Tokyo. Like there was a huge um, media campaign around all the new shows that were going to debut after Tokyo. Not even necessarily literally like the next day. Not like they have the, the post-Super Bowl slot, but just all the TV shows that are coming in the fall. I mean, there was, I've never seen so much promotion. I haven't seen one thing advertised on CBC as far as upcoming TV shows. <laughs> I, I wonder what that's like, Jared. I, I, I mean, is, is Dancing with the Stars coming after the Olympics? I, 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 I couldn't tell you. Could it be? Um, is there a pun joke about Grant and he's hiding there? <laughs> is, is, is that SAS Australia returning? Mm. I mean, I, I Is Melissa Wu on SAS Australia? Is anybody <laughs> else on a, it? Is she the does only she collapse person on at the all? show? I, I don't know. Did Wayne Carey cheat on his wife 20 years ago and they're bringing that up again? Uh, if uh, Melissa were short, <laughs> is that her defining characteristic? Um, I'll check when I return to the office on uh, Tuesday to find out when these shows are returning. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't tell you at all. Um, but, Colin, make the most of that. Uh <laughs> Well, I'm disappointed because, like, we had some good shows. I, I remember um, I mentioned even so they had Channel Seven. Channel Seven's got some great shows. What great quality entertainment! They're all they're Channel all 7. great shows, especially are, CSI Miami. But uh, <laughs> but no, we had the one race against the tide, which was basically a uh, extreme sandcastle building <laughs> show that that turned out to be really great, like surprisingly great. Like we watched it, and Jamie's like, "Oh, can you record this next week?" Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe we can have something before these olympics end i want to see advertisement for one new show that i actually want to watch here because we're on like polar opposite ends here canada and australia we'll get it's race so against holy the moly. Tide in, in five years yeah <laughs> and holy moly coming soon to cbc mm. get get involved in d-list celebrities playing mini golf in pirate costumes colin uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing the issue with all the after Olympic stuff is just everything pales in comparison to like the amazing, like after the tennis and like the whole like quiet, please after the tennis. And then the commentators pretending to feign interest in the show that's coming up. <laughs> I always love Bruce McAvaney interest in what's coming up and home and away after the tennis was great. Like, Oh yes, that out. He's really up to some bad things. In some of us, what's going on there. <laughs> I have to I have to say I did catch a Ray Ma ad for some sort of um circulation booster on his legs. Good to see old Ray's doing some ads outside of home and away. So uh <laughs> Colin's going, what the fuck are these guys talking about? I'm I just have, uh, wondering I've... if this third heat is ever gonna end. <laughs> well, there's a reason we... why it's well, it's ended now. I'm seeing Baz and Georgie on my screen. That must have ended. We can give you the the daily Dale for tomorrow because the heat four is only going to happen by tomorrow. Now. <laughs> okay, can I just actually? I want to. I want to see if I can get this to call in there. Can you just try and see the height difference between Basil Zemplis and Georgie Parker right what? now? And see. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like in uh, the Lord of the Rings when you have Gandalf next to the hobbits. Well, at like, least made Basil stand a little bit further back to make the perspective look a bit more on level. I actually like. I want them to put Georgie Parker on a stool or something. I feel sorry for Georgie. Like they're standing literally like two meters apart. And he still looks like he's up on a ladder. Um, I know Basil's tall, but I didn't realize Georgie's that short. Um, so anyway, um, I watched the snowboard i watched the ice hockey i saw some of the speed skating the ice dancing which i want to talk about in a minute when we get to our daily dale because i fucking love that sport um skeleton of course um and i think i saw a little bit of the biathlon on a highlights package which was nice 
because uh, I need to watch more of the uh, biathlon. Uh, fails. I don't know if we've just went through them there. Um, Jared, anything anything on your side today? Well, we had the lovely segment before the hockey with uh, with Matt and Emma um, shooting the fake hockey puck at the graphic goal and then Emma caught a real hockey puck. It was so exciting. And then we had the lovely uh, pun from Shervo of let's get the puck out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Other than that, we had also like the amazing moment in the snowboard cross when they crossed to, I feel like it was Cam's family, like potentially like on the coast or whatever. Um, and and we get the, the great line of like, wouldn't want to be swimming today. Everybody's at like the surf club. There's nobody out there patrolling the beaches. And then like the beach is closed, shark in the water, put out a shark alert, get everybody out of the surf, get them in here to watch Australia crash out in the uh, first round of the uh, snowboard cross. So it was I- just, it was a good moment. I like the banter between Steph Preb and Dave Colbert when they're trying to make bets and they're basically like Dave Colbert's all like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team Canada here, like absolutely. And Steph's like, oh, no, no, I think I might go for Team USA. It's like, oh, what do you want to bet on this? Like, well, tell you what, Dave, can win, you can give me an athletics lesson and if you say, I'll give you a snowboard lesson. He's just like, I don't think that's going to be happening. <laughs> The good, good, good banter game between the two of them there, and I also did like uh, M Freeman's little joke there when um, that she had the hockey stick there next to Shervo, and basically she's like, "I didn't realize the hockey stick was taller than me," <laughs> which it was. <laughs> anyway, um, Colin, uh, any fails from from you? No, I was I was too tired when I was watching everything last night to really pay attention. But uh, did, did you mention? Um, what was on, uh, from the previous day that I sent you the CBC sc- screenshot with the, no, it did not actually, <laughs> you, you can update us on that Colin. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I had only seen it. I hadn't heard the commentary, but this was, this is from the previous day. Um, so CBC decided to put a nice graphic on the screen, uh, during Sean White's right before his final run, which, uh, ran through notable events. Even the commentators are like, Fail and launch. Wow, that's a classic. <laughs> who put that together? Like, I, I would love for this to have been like a Ben Waterworth thing. I mean, whoever is the Ben Waterworth of Canada that decided they wanted to throw Sarah Jessica Parker. This has to be an in joke where they decided we want to throw a failure to launch joke uh, reference out there uh, during the monumental final run of Sean White. I, I actually would like to know who the Ben Waterworth of Canada is. Um, just. Uh... Well, it's is not Devin Haru. I mean, he's he's good. <laughs> oh, he's the Jared Lubeck of Canada. Come on, yeah, he's, he's the goat. The <laughs> he's what a what a man. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday with uh, no, other no, men. We, we, hold on, we got we got a, the the greatest researcher of all time. You could be the groat. The grout, the grout. <laughs> well, wow. isn't that what you find in between the tiles <laughs> when you're in, in a shower? No. Um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, see, Jared, Jared knows. Also, that's a Jared failure, fact. Failure to launch, coming to seven after the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting it. And hey, also, justice can... for Pluto. I'm sorry, I'm not over that. Pluto being a <laughs> Yeah, no one is. That's, no. <laughs> no one is. It's one of these things that I feel that it's all of a sudden it's got to come back in. It's all of a sudden like somebody's going to wake up one day, it's going to be like Pluto is a planet again. Like, who, who are scientists to tell Pluto what it is? Mm. Are you defining it? <laughs> It's planetary status. You know, it can it can identify yeah. whatever it wants to. If it wants to identify as a planet. Did anyone ask Pluto? Why do why do why do humans get better rights than planets? <laughs> exactly. I think a planet's bigger than a human. Come yeah. on now. Get Jupiter involved. Jupiter would shit all over any human, literally. <laughs> Kill them in a heartbeat. Um 
What is our day of celebration, Colin? I don't know what mine is. Australia's. I actually know what yours is. I posted it today. Do you have it? I'm going to let you read it. You're, you're the Canadian. It sounds better with a Canadian voice. Uh, so because I wasn't here yesterday, what was yesterday? Uh, yesterday was um, uh, uh, the, the, the Cindy Clarkson Day. So today oh, is... I miss Cindy Clarkson Day. It's the bobsled team day. Yes. So, so this is exciting because... Um, uh, this is Canada's Cool Runnings, basically, and uh, not the fact that the Cool Runnings movie decided to create a fictional character who is a cheat that's timeline matched up with this so that people thought that that was real. This is the real Canadian Cool Runnings. So uh, Team Emery uh, came into the 1964 Olympics as the first. This is like the the Nigerian skeleton. This is like the Jamaican bobsled and the first ever Canadians to compete in bobsled. Uh, and they were made up of athletes from other sports, just like in Cool Runnings. And uh, they were the underdogs, like big time underdogs, and somehow pulled off uh, what was considered even at the time a huge upset and won the gold medal. Um, so a better finish than Cool Runnings. Let's let this be a movie. Uh, and uh, you got to love the names of these guys too. Vic Emery, John Emery, Peter Kirby, and Douglas Anakin. Anakin! Anakin! Anakin. <laughs> uh, gold medalist Anakin. Uh, and even in the same Olympics, um, Peter Kirby and Vic Emery, the, the, the captain, the pilot, whatever, uh, they end up finishing fourth in the, uh, the two-man bobsled. I was about to say, very impressive. They finished fourth in the two-man curling or something like that. Like, good for them. Um, the, didn't the mix, mixed doubles. Essentially. Um, and good to see George Lucas, a big fan of Canadian bobsleigh, to name one of his characters after a gold medal winning uh, bobsledder there. So, uh, didn't Yeah, we, all, we almost could have had Obi-Wan Emery, too. Indeed. Padme Vic. Um, <laughs> R2-D2 <Kirby>. Emery. <laughs> Jar Jar Kirby. Um <laughs> Yes. Ray. No, no one cares about that sequel <laughs> trilogy. Um, breaking news in the ice dance. Currently leading is Team USA's Jean-Luc Baker and Caitlin Looks like Hawkeye. So we'll call her Hawkeye. Caitlin Hawkeye. Um, so uh, currently in silver is Lu Jinyu and Wang Shayu of China, Canada in third place. In the women's, or the, the mixed ice dance, the women's <laughs> ice dance, the new event at the Olympics. Um, for Australia, and this is very poignant that this is happening, uh, today is Emma Lincoln Smith Day. Now, Emma Lincoln Smith, until, let's say today, hopefully all things going to plan, is Australia's greatest ever skeleton racer. She finished 10th in Vancouver our only top 10 finish ever in a sliding event at the Olympic Games. She represented Australia in one Olympics. She finished 10th. Pretty decent effort. Her sister actually was part of the water polo team that won bronze in London. Uh, I, I interviewed Emma, I think, just after Vancouver from memory back for the brink way back in the day. Uh, great chat and uh, great great athlete, great, great lady. And uh, her record will be broken today. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, Jackie crashes and bombs out and does a cool runnings and Emma will still hold that distinction. Uh, but potentially in four years' time, we'll be having a Jackie Narricot day. So uh, we'll see how we go with that. Speaking of of day, daily, daily dales. Now, this is an interesting one because I don't know how we're feeling, gents. Because, I mean, I think it starts in about half an hour. So I can, I can bullshit for half an hour, but you two are looking tired. I have no idea how this works. We can have a break. We can come back on or we can just, uh, you know, put an asterisk on this. Uh, on how we do this, but um, we can, we can, I've got some nominees here, but uh, are we all going to say right now, if Jackie wins a medal, she's our daily Dale. 
Is that what we're gonna we're gonna put out there with an asterisk right now? We're all in yeah. agreement to that. Hundred percent. She's got to win a medal though. Like fourth yeah, is yeah. not gonna get. She's got to win a medal. All right? Unless okay. somebody protests and holds up the event, in which case I'm switching my vote. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, but with that in mind, uh, I've still got some nominees outside of Jackie. So uh, I don't know if you do, Jared, or you just are you hedging all your bets on Jackie? I'm all in on Jackie. You're all in on Jackie. Okay, all right. Colin, are you all in on Jackie? Do you have some other nominees for today? You know, I I, I just saw that the Ivory Coast was in 25th place, so I'm like, well, that's a story. Uh, but then I realized it's an American-born, and that, those don't really count, do they? The Ivory Coast in, in what? In this? In Skeleton. Skeleton? Um, are you sure you're not looking at somebody from the Virgin Islands, uh, Colin? Oh, Virgin Islands, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Often confused. Very close to your <laughs> geographically. Flags look very similar. I knew there was a V in there. Yeah. Island coast, you know. <laughs> yep, yep. Just um, often, often confused. Like whenever I meet someone from the US Virgin Islands, I often think they're from Cote d'Ivoire. I'm like, oh, are you that accent? Ivory Coast? Oh, US Virgin Islands. Close. Sorry. <laughs> Basically <laughs> always, the same thing. <laughs> always confused. Colin, you know what it is, Jared? Colin just can't say the word virgin. Um. <laughs> Stop talking dirty on this podcast. Children are listening. <laughs> Sorry, I, I will never mention Oscar Erickson again. Ooh. Um, uh, so you've got no other nominees either, Colin? You're just hedging your bets on Jackie? No, I mean, my my other choice would have been the Japanese curling team, but that was from yesterday, so uh, that doesn't count. Wow, Jesus. Look to see. I'm the only one doing the homework today once again. Um, I, I will give my bit. Oh, was it um, was it Matt Shervington or who was it today? Was it Jason Richardson? They were pumping out the Jack, Jack, Jackie for Jackie if she wins the... Uh, the medal tonight, great 90s trance song. No, I'm the only fan of that. Cool. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, my nominees uh, should Jackie – good to see I've got the one here ready to go in case Jackie chokes. I've got two. Uh, I have the German ice dancing pair of Katharina Müller and Tim – I don't want to say Dick, even though it looks like Dick. I think it's Dieck. Uh, I don't know if either of you caught them. Dressed as Harley Quinn and the Joker. Uh <laughs> <laughs> absolutely going gangbusters dancing to spirit in the sky toxic by britney spears and seven nation army by the white stripes <laughs> now they're currently sitting i think in second last didn't do very well in terms of the judges third last i should say but i was on board this hooked me not only because katarina can hook me next to oscar erickson uh we will all sweep stuff together uh and and tim as well uh good looking rooster but this is a great performance, and anyone at the Olympics who can dress up as Harley Quinn and the Joker has my vote. So, um, putting them I, up, and we have, no, you didn't see well, it, or don't care. Or- I, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know if I feel comfortable. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 you won't my, be my when com- you see it. It's something. <laughs> it's my bigger complaint is like, has Germany not taken enough from us? Like, <laughs> what are you trying to say, Colin? Uh- <laughs> This is not a Holocaust reference. You? I'm simply saying. <laughs> what have they we, taken already, from you, Colin? Are you Polish? We've, we've already had a German athlete up, and we probably could have put up six others by now. So, well, two Germans it's, up. It's fun. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right? Were any of those German athletes put up the Joker or Harley Quinn? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> if Claudia dresses up as the Joker, if Natalie dresses up as Harley Quinn, then fine. 
but they didn't. All right. <laughs> As Jared said last night, the Germans are coming and they're coming to steal the Daily Dales every day. <laughs> Just imagine if, like, you show up for your routine as, like, Harlequin and the Joker and then you see another ice dancing bear <laughs> dressed as the same. You're like, damn it, they had the same idea. It's so popular. Who would have or, thought? <laughs> or, like, the Ukrainians are dressed as Batman and Robin. It's like, oh, there you are. <laughs> That's when you get the ice dance battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's another event. The ice dance battle. It's like it's like, you know, one of those rap battles, right? They just, you know, drop it in the ice. I'm down that. All right, well, if we don't like our German ice dancing pair, uh, how about we raise that with a Chinese ice hockey player? Now, um, he's a bit of a mystery, this guy, because he's got two names. Uh, you might know him in Canada as Parker Fu. Uh, he has played in uh, many Canadian teams before and is actually drafted, by, I believe, by the Chicago Blackhawks. That hasn't played a game for them. But he's going by his uh, Chinese, traditional Chinese name of Fu Shui in China. Uh, he scored China's first ever Olympic goal uh, in ice hockey. Congratulations to him for men's. Thank you, Colin. Yes, you're correct. Uh, sexist Ben. Um, he scored that against Germany. Uh, his brother is also playing on the team, Spencer Fu, who uh, I'm a bit of a fan of Spencer Fu because he's actually played for the Calgary Flames before. Uh, he's going by Zhang Fu in China. So uh, history there for a team that, as I said, everyone thought they were going to lose 20 nothing in every single game. So And a bit of a Canadian connection there as well. Uh, he was born in St. Albert in Alberta. So uh, there you go. So um, look, uh, we don't like our German ice dancers. What do we say for a Chinese ice hockey player if Jackie doesn't get up tonight? Are we are we on board with Fu Shui or Parker Fu, whatever you want to call him? I, I'm more for it. I, I mentioned days ago I was loving, uh, especially the women's hockey, uh, China's performance. And uh, yeah, it's fun to watch. Uh, we're going to have to give it to somebody from the host nation. How appropriate we're going to give it to somebody who has no shot at winning uh, against what uh, China's gone in here for. But I'm a little bit more for that. Did you did you have any others or is that it for you? That was it. I mean, I was tempted to put up the Chinese speed skater, but we've had like 48,000 speed skaters up every single night. It's always bloody speed skaters and snowboarders, I swear. So, um, yeah. No, I mean, why I, not like, the speed skater, though? Oh, How gosh. many speed skaters have we given it to? <laughs> one, two, one, two, two. one. Claudia, oh, two. Oh, it is two already? Who was the was second? Someone else, I don't know. Both oh, in short track or, or any in long track? We haven't. No, the, was um, the only one. Claudia, Claudia's long track. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We we remember. This is like three days ago. Of people. all um, hockey players, though, we're going to give it to one of the, the what are their names? Shoes um, from China. <laughs> the Foos. No, I, I'm sticking with Parker or, or, or Fu Shui, as he's being referred to right now in, in China. I think that's the better choice of the two. But you know what? I want to see the Daily Dale with a picture of Harley Quinn and the Joker. So I'm changing <laughs> I'm changing my, my opinion now. All right. Just give them all. The Germans are coming. Fine. <laughs> okay, so, well, Jared, which way are you swayed now? Are you oh, sticking? Harley Quinn and the Joker for sure. Like, I didn't even see the performance <laughs> today, but they did the same routine in, in the team competition. So the fact that it's now been at the Olympics twice... He's amazing. <laughs> come on, they did it to Toxic by Britney Spears at the Olympics. Like, we're gonna cap. On. We're gonna cap Germany after this, though, right? Co- Colin, can we just point out Britney Spears is at the Olympics? She did it in four point seven seconds. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> uh, are we capping it with the? I mean, unless like I don't know, freaking um, <sighs> Steffi Steffi Graf wins the monobob. I mean, like that'd be a pretty groundbreaking <laughs> achievement. <laughs> <laughs> 
Steffi Graf, your 2022 <laughs> Olympic champion in the monobob, beats Angelique Kerber and Michael Schumacher. <laughs> but this is this is dependent on skeleton results. We're all agreeing, right? Yeah. So okay. So we, we we're going to put the asterisks because yes, we're we're not these two are wimps. They're not going to last the, the next hour. Um, so we will say that, um, we will hold off on posting it until after the skeleton, Jackie wins a medal. And you are listening to this, uh, obviously, uh, after the results of that, we will then give it to Jackie. So congratulations to our first Australian daily day or winner, Jackie, if she's won a medal, if she hasn't, congratulations to Harley Quinn and the Joker from Germany <laughs> for winning our daily day. Uh, what did you, it, you it would have been better last... if they, if they danced to Rammstein, right? Oh my god, that that would have <laughs> made my life. Um, you obviously haven't listened to the episode last night, Colin. But uh, what did you think of our uh, Irish cross country skier? Which can I also just add? Uh, thanks very much to the Irish Olympic team for fish, the official Irish Olympic team Instagram page for following us on Instagram. So we're being watched now by Team Ireland. But uh, oh, did you, did you see this? <laughs> Thomas Maloney Westgard, fourteenth in the cross country yesterday. Colin, our Daily Dale. Yeah, I mean, I miss the cross country, but I just loved seeing Ireland uh, in there. So yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I, I'll, I'll give it my 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 support. So 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 did we. We that's why we we chose him. So I we've only had the two Germans I'm seeing here. No, and one speed. No, two speed. One speed skater going through. So I'm just quickly reviewing our daily. But this days. is our third German, then, right? Second, it could, it third, could be. Third. Oh, it is. It a could be our third, and technically so, fourth, right? Because there's two of them. Yeah. Well, so Oscar was oh, in that day case, one. We've so already given it to Canada four times. So Oscar Schiller, <laughs> Claudia Speed Skater, day one. Uh, then day two was Zoe, so snowboarder. Uh, day three was ski jumping, Canada mixed uh, team in that. You've done very well in the mixed team events, Eastway. You've got mm-hmm. three bronzes, basically. So you, you, you're dominating the mixed teams. Um, so day four was Natalie Geisenberger, uh, in the Lurge. Natalie Geisenberger with a lot, literally. She won all the medals and the Daily Dale. Um, Lindsay Jacobellis, the snowboarder. Uh, did you know she was a snowboarder? There you go. Um, followed by, uh, Johannes Strolls. Strolls? Austria. Well, that's where you're getting confused. Austria, Germany. Didn't I offend them by saying Austria is Germany junior? Um. <laughs> little Germany, I think, was <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the term <Little> Germany. <laughs> And uh, Thomas was Irish. So we've had two German, two and a half Germans. <laughs> and snowboarders skate. We're going to spread these out with all the sports. Um, sorry to all our Nordic combined athletes who are getting snubbed. Uh, I'll be fighting for that coming soon. Um, all right. Tomorrow, uh, big day uh, for many reasons. We've got the monobob and the aerials, the qualifying round. So for Australia... Big, big day because the, these are chances. And off the podium. This is not just for Australia. This is off the podium. Chances here. Brie looking very good in the off uh, in the, off the podium. That's the event. Uh, Brie looking very good in Ben in the monobob. And then, of course, Danny and we've got Laura. And, of course, we've also got um, Soph. We shouldn't forget her. Uh, or is it Gabby? One of the Ashes. I can't. I always forget which one it is. <laughs> one of the Ashes just is out there. Um, so they're the, the big shots for Australia, even though they're just a qualifi- qualifying rounds. Yep, Ben English well, going very well today. <laughs> um, we also have, I believe, Scott's back out in the uh, pursuit in the biathlon tomorrow as well. Uh, and I've written down here in my notes that Charles Hamlin in the 500, but we know he's not competing in the 500 off the podium. But um, 
Colin, uh, before I get Jared's perspective on this, I mean, is there anything Canadian that you know is happening on uh, day nine on, on the big side of uh, things at all? Or are you, you're not that far ahead looking at your notes? Um, I mean, there's hockey and curling. I know that's coming up <laughs> probably. Um, I hope I'm not wrong on that. Uh, I'm actually just looking at my schedule right now and seeing where the we have a Canadian flag. in the speed skating? Is that, do you have any women in the long uh, Well, we have somebody skating? in the monobob, apparently. We have uh, uh, slope style, uh, free ski, okay. You've uh, got your former, what's her name, Humphreys, the former Canadian. Hayley Humphreys. Representing oh, the yeah, defector. that's going to be a talking point, yeah. Um, I, I actually kind of side with her on that to a certain extent. It's just disappointing all around. Because what, um, what happened? Wasn't there something? Was it around qualify? Like she wasn't selected, or was it a COVID thing, or what was it? No, no, no. It was uh, she chose to leave because of some issues she had with some sexual discrimination or assault, something sexual. Um, <laughs> there was a sex in the title, Kaylee Humphrey, sex. So Colin uh, but, ignored it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't. I'm not fully up to speed. But yeah, she chose to leave. Uh, which, you know, I mean, she's married to an American, so, you know, I guess it's fair enough she decides to compete for America. It's just, it's really disappointing again. There are people who have gone so far who are like, oh, I just want her dead. Like, <laughs> let's not wish death upon a How person. very Canadian. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, Canadians Was there a please involved? It. Oh, I really <laughs> well, wish she would be dead, please. It is of all things. Like, I've, I don't think I've seen Canadians take something as personally as they took this. And it probably would have been different if it was another country. It's just it's America, so they take it more personally. But, uh yeah, it'll be tough. You didn't know that with Dale Begg Smith, did you? <laughs> or Britton Corey? No. Like off, off you go to Australia. Or you go not to America. <laughs> no, like like it's funny because it barely even made uh, a mention here in Canada with with Dale Begg Smith. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure if I Apparently go back to my coverage, in Australia as well. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think that. Uh, uh, Usually we'll get like them. Oh, they used to they used to compete for Canada or whatever. But with Kaylee Humphreys, that's that's a big deal. So I'm pulling for you, Kaylee. Are you, are you pulling for your truck workers in Ottawa right now? Is the city still in lockdown? Is Justin sending the military yet? Oh, that made it's, headlines here in Australia. They're like, oh, I mean, the, Justin the sending the thing, military. The bigger thing that's making headlines is the fact that uh, almost every single province has ended their mandates, but Justin Trudeau still won't. Uh, <laughs> so at this point, it's a matter of pride for him. Uh, but I, I'm glad I'm not living in Ottawa because I could actually, I love to say it because well, I can actually get some sleep <laughs> at night. But um I'm not sleeping, so that's that's a common sentence often used in Canada, isn't it? I'm glad I'm not living in Ottawa. Um, I think that's their slogan, isn't it? Ottawa. I'm glad I'm not living here. I liked Ottawa. I went to Ottawa. Ottawa was actually quite nice. So um, I'll live in Ottawa if everyone leaves. I'll be the one citizen. I'll be the mayor of Ottawa. There you go. That could be my new nickname. Hello, I'm Ben Waterworth, the mayor of mayor Ottawa. Of Ottawa. <laughs> Mayor of Ottawa. Uh, so the medal's being decided tomorrow. So, I mean, obviously the monobob and that are just qualifying. They'll be decided on Monday. But uh, we've got the men's giant slalom in alpine skiing, the men's and women's pursuit in the biathlon, the men's 4 by 10 kilometer relay. Very men-centric tomorrow, isn't it? How sexist. Um, in the short track, the men's 500, the men's 500 meters, uh, followed by the women's 3,000-meter relay. So I'm sure Canada will be involved in that. And uh, the women's 500 meters in the speed skating happening tomorrow. Uh, Joe, what are you excited for? Is, is, is monobob and aerials tomorrow? Is that what we're pumped for? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's going to go well. I'm actually really looking forward to the monobob. Uh, this is this is one that, uh, I mean, we had Breon basically a year ago. She was, I think, our first uh, real guest we had in the lead up to this. Uh, I'm, I'm saying this now. 
just like we made Dean and Tali a thing, we made Brie a thing. So we were the OGs who were interviewing Brie and Dean, Dean and Tali before they were. Uh, oh, look at us. We're on every single podcast and TV station. We did it a year ago, people. So we're the trendsetters off podium. That's why we were listening in the New York Times. All right? It's true. Simple. Exactly. I'm looking forward to all to our Scotty's good luck message for Brie. That might <laughs> yeah. be the highlight of tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. The highlight of tomorrow does Scotty wish a good luck to. <laughs> to to Basil and Georgie, may your calls go really well tonight. All the best. And Georgie, may you grow a couple of inches taller. <laughs> to Grant Denyer on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Coming soon after the Olympics on Channel 7. Uh, I believe he actually sent us a good luck message to off the podium. Again. Good luck in the sports podcast awards. Get well soon, Ben Waterworth, top researcher. <laughs> well, you say that. Um, <laughs> but I've got the following message from Basil Zemplis. Um I, I really am sad that we're not staying on air, but it's only it starts in 15 minutes. But yeah, okay, whatever. Fine, we're not. Um, I think I'll be will... going to bed by the time this thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> They've literally got the countdown clock right now on Channel 7, 14 minutes to go till it starts. And she's like second last to go. So, I mean... so an hour after that. <laughs> so um, we're crossing our fingers and toes for Narricot Night. We're going to come on air tomorrow night and we're going to be talking about a medal of some sort uh, and hopefully a good day for, for Bree, Danny, and as some guy wants to rev a car outside the hotel. That's really lovely. Um, yeah, we're going, Marin Colin. Fan. I'm sorry. I'm putting, I'm putting him to sleep. I'm seeing Colin's board. Uh, Colin, thank you for joining us. Sorry to keep you up. Um, tough day for you, I'm sure. Yeah, but great day for the Ivory Coast, so I'm happy. <laughs> 25th and Skeleton, that's an unexpected result for them. First ever top 25 finish in the Winter Olympics, so good for them. Uh, Jared, also, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, come on, Jackie, bring it home. Sportspodcastawards.com, vote for us. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the regular channels, and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback and support, and we love that you love what we love, which is the Olympics. That's why we're here. Oh, that's a good little closing, Ben. Ten points to me. Uh, until tomorrow, big shout-out to Jason Moa. And remember, as always, go left. What an episode. You loved every single second of it. It's Ben again just quickly reminding you once again if you want to help us win a Sports Podcast Award, sportspodcastawards.com, register to vote, click on Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast section, listen to the other nominees and then go, hey, off the podium's awesome. They're so good. They put in so much work and so much effort and we just love them and they deserve to go on the podium for once. Ben's awesome. Jared's awesome. Colin's okay, but he's also kind of awesome. We'd really appreciate it. And particularly if you've actually listened to the rest of this and ended up here, because generally I assume you've well and truly tuned out by now. But seriously, if you're at this point of the podcast, then you're a true listener. And that means that you're a true fan and you should vote for us. Sportspodcastawards.com. Do it now. We will thank you forever. Literally ever. Like every episode moving forward, we will thank you forever. Sportspodcastawards.com. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time on Off the Podium.
I'm, I'm really going to go now. Bye. <laughs>